Welcome back, my friends, to another episode of Almost Somebody Podcast. I'm your host, Laura Allen. If you're new here, you can call me LA. If you're not new here, welcome back to the podcast that reminds you that even if you're waiting on something, a job, a spouse, the world to stop being on fire, you are not almost somebody, but you're already somebody unconditionally loved by God exactly where you are. And it's my hope for you that this podcast provides tools, wisdom, and encouragement from the stories of others to help you take your next right step in what it looks like to live a life on. Well, Tara, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm doing. Thank you for asking me to be on. Yeah, thanks for being on. Tara is my roommate's sister and my new friend <laughs> and my favorite Instagram fitness hype person. <laughs> so that's my intro of you. But first question <laughs> of the podcast, what did you want to be when you were growing up? Um, I actually wanted to be an actress growing up. Um, I was in plays a lot. Johanna and I actually, my sister... We were in plays a lot, so I didn't play any sports. I was like a theater kid. So I wanted to be an actress and model basically my entire childhood. Yeah. Okay. I could see actress. I feel like you have good facials. Thanks. (laughs) Okay. Well, what are you doing now? Are you an actress and a model? I am. Well, okay. (laughs) No, not currently, but um, I I was a model for a long time and now I'm a personal trainer. Cool. I did not know you were a model for a long time. Yeah. I freelanced from the age of 16 until I was 21. Okay. Wow. Was it like fitness or regular modeling? So some of it was actually cosplay um, and then just like the most common was I would actually have photographers reach out to me who are trying to build their portfolio. And so they would just take pictures of me to put in their portfolio to actually start to book like more shoots. And I would get the photos for free to put in my portfolio so that I could also start to get paid modeling shoots. So it was like a trade. Um, And so I did a lot of that until I built up a really strong portfolio. And then um, it was really cool because I did get a couple of paid shoots and um and then i actually ended up in a couple of magazines like cosplay magazines that nobody knows about (laughs) and then uh i actually did get an award for one of my photos um it was best it won best black and white photo i think in like 2015 or something on this like photographer website that probably no one knows about but it was really cool it was a great experience that's so cool do you have the magazines um yeah i do have one of them um for sure and then i can't remember Oh, I was featured because I with uh, Camp Gladiator, the company I own a franch- fitness franchise with. I've been in a lot of their photo shoots. Um, and so I was featured in like an Austin Fit magazine, like in a CG photo shoot. Cool. That's so cool. Okay. Well, can you share more on what you're doing now? So I'm a certified fitness professional and um, I'm actually looking to pursue my own fitness business here in the next few months. But that's what I'm currently doing. That's so cool. Do you see yourself in fitness like for life? I actually do. Um, It is amazing. I'm extremely passionate about it. And um, it's a lot of fun. And like the first five years with Camp Gladiator, I was in this like weird limbo where I was like, wow, I can't believe I get to do this as a job. Like this is so cool. I get to encourage people and program workouts and um yeah, it's it's a huge passion of mine. 
That's so cool. Yes, your Instagram is like one of the most encouraging. I wake up and I'm like, you're right. I should have water. (laughs) I love it. And even your bio is enable all fitness levels to enjoy being active, which I really love the way that that's put. And it made me think of a question that enjoy is probably the last word for a lot of people when it comes to their like relationship with active lifestyle or activity, working out, any of that. So has it always been, has enjoy been a word that would describe how you feel about fitness? For me personally, yes. Um, For the most part, I mean, I'm still human. And so I have days where I'm not as motivated, but since I believe that motivation is an emotion and we can't control that, um, Overall, I've just chosen to be dedicated. And I know that that's a very cliche fitness trainer thing to say, like, you know, screw motivation, just be dedicated. But realistically, like I actually have always enjoyed uh, being active and just being healthy. So for me personally, that has been the case for the most part, although I'm not going to lie, I've had those days. And so I just choose to listen to my body on those days. And um, sometimes I will just go for walks instead of doing like a hard... a go-to process or if it's different for each person, but when it comes to helping people that might not have always enjoyed working out to go from like dread to enjoyment or just learn what it seems like it's already like natural for you. Yeah, that's a good question. I want to go back to the determination part because I don't, I don't want people to think that it's like only determination because I think that it's really, and I want to de-stigmatize the idea of like, well, I have to drag myself to the gym. I have to dread my workout because it's only about dedication. And, and that's why I don't, I don't believe anybody should dread their workouts. And I think that it should be fun and something that everyone does enjoy. And I think that there is a type of physical activity that anyone can, everyone can find that they truly enjoy that keeps them healthy. So, um, I get a lot of people showing up to my workouts at Camp Gladiator who, were like really fit in school and they haven't worked out since then. So that might be five years ago. Sometimes it's 30 years ago. I haven't worked out since high school or college. And so um, they think it's not going to be like something that they have dreaded. And that's why they haven't picked up a fitness routine since they have started CG. And so my goal is to make it fun. And so I kind of describe Camp Gladiator workouts as like adult PE. You know, technically we are considered a boot camp, but that's so far from like the truth. Like when you go out there, we're playing games, we're encouraging each other, we're giving each other high fives. Like I'm the motivator and and the trainer. And it's a very positive family-friendly environment. And that's what keeps people coming back is it's not just like, oh, I'm going to go work out. It's like, I'm going to see my friends and my trainer who I love. And we're going to play these games and we're going to have fun doing these challenges and competitions. And it kind of takes people back to like just last night when I was doing a workout. One of my clients was like, this takes me back to when I was like at basketball camp. It It was like a good memory for her. And so that's what I try to do. That's so fun. Yeah, that would take me back to like you are on the internet, encouraging people as well, even though you have in-person camps and you help people in the real life, you are, do you also have like a presence on social media? So I did want to ask your opinion on, um, I know in the past when I was a lot less informed about myself and my body and what might work for me, 
I used to base what I ate and workouts I did off of YouTubers and um, people that I followed and just hoped that doesn't really make sense when I say it, but if I ate what they ate, I'd look how they look. So I know that social media has its stigmas and I think when it's used for good, it can be a great place. But how do you feel about like the amount of information we have coming at us around like health from lifestyle influencers? Yeah. So how I feel about it is actually one of the reasons I started my Instagram and my TikTok because unfortunately anybody can get on social media and say whatever they want to say, um, <laughs> especially if they have really good genetics and they look really fit, you know, that's quotations. Like if they look fit, not necessarily healthy. Um, and so the reason I get on there and I try to be as informative as possible is because I'm actually educated and I'm actually a fitness professional. Um, I, obtained two different personal training certifications. I've been a trainer for over five years and have continued my education. And I'm currently going through the process of becoming a nutrition coach. Um, and so I, I have experienced the false information firsthand with clients coming out to my workouts and they're telling me like, oh, I saw this person eat this way, or I saw them do this. And so I'm going to do that. And then it's false information. And so it really hurts my heart because you have these people who look good, but the, the truth is, I just heard a registered dietitian say this on TikTok yesterday, we can eat the same way and we could all look so different. Mm -hmm. Even if we had the same diet, we would look so different because our bodies are different. And so I try to share as much science-based fitness and nutrition information as possible. And also I uh, kind of make fun of people <laughs> who share false information and who are not educated. And so I really try to push to my audience, like check credentials, like before you just choose to do this crash workout or that fad diet, mm -hmm. check out that person's information. Like, why are they making money? Are they making money off of a product? Like what's, what's actually happening here? Cause that's not always my motive. Um, and so that's kind of one of the reasons I started making videos is because I saw all the false information. So unfortunately there's a lot of false information, even from people who claim to have credentials, they still don't know what they're talking about. Props to you for using the power of social media for good. I think it is. That's part of the podcast too, wanting to like help raise voices that are actually like living what they say. So how much of our approach to a healthy physical lifestyle do you think is like intertwined with our mental emotional yeah i it's all tied for sure um i mean i didn't really realize the weight of how it is all connected until i became a trainer and i started uh coaching clients on the field and then i would have people who would stay after the workout and share with me like what they were going through in their mm -hmm. life or open up to me about like their their current mental health or uh, there's been a lot of times where people would just start crying during the workout and i would just hug them and because they were frustrated about either how long they haven't taken care of themselves. Um, and that I think is a reflection of maybe they're not taking care of themselves mentally, emotionally, or spiritually. I think it's all connected. Um, and so I, I started kind of realizing, wow, okay, there's a saying in the fitness industry that personal trainers are also therapists, mm -hmm. obviously not, not licensed or credentialed in that um, at all. But it's almost like we're life coaches as well. And so I really do feel like God has brought fitness into my life to impact, positively impact 
lives through fitness because it's it's more than just a workout. Mm -hmm. And that's why I like group fitness specifically because I was homeschooled, so I didn't play any sports. Like like I said, I was a theater awkward kid. <laughs> so um, I, you know, that's how I was able to kind of grow socially through like taking the theater classes. But like the there's something to be said when you are in a room or you're in a parking lot with a group of people and and you're pushing each other physically, but you're also pushing each other mentally because there are some workouts that I'll call out my clients and I'll say, you know, this two minute plank hold is going to be more mental toughness than it is going to be physical toughness. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I'll kind of tell them that I'm like, specifically using verbiage that's like, this is mental toughness, you have to choose to just do it. Like you physically can hold a plank for two minutes, you just have to choose to do it. And so it, there's definitely a mental aspect to it. And spiritual, for sure. I um, definitely feel like more connected to God when I'm feeling healthy. I feel like I'm stewarding my body and um, just being healthy helps me have mental clarity. And I love going for walks and listening to worship music or a podcast or a sermon. Um, I've been kind of going through my Bible this year, like in chronological order. So taking walks and like feeling more connected to God in that way. And then it's just cool to to like be able to see how God created our bodies and learn about the body and and learn how to fuel it properly and move it correctly and and how it can change and how we can become physically capable and how that grows our confidence mentally and emotionally as well. And so I definitely agree that it's all connected. And I think that choosing to be physically healthy can help your mental and spiritual and emotional health as well. I really love that physical trainers end up also being therapists because I think some of my like most emotionally in tune friends are also like work at a gym or are trainers or could also be therapists like that has been in their lineup of future jobs or careers and it makes sense now how it's like well yeah you get to like life coach somebody through mental toughness and physical fitness and all that stuff so that's so cool what is your favorite part of being a trainer? Uh, my favorite part is, um, this sounds kind of bad, but my favorite part is being the person that people come to for advice. Mm -hmm. uh, and that really fills my cup because I like to, I didn't really feel smart growing up. And so I like now that people are coming to me like, Tara, what do you think about this? Or what do you recommend? And I know that I know. And if I don't, I'll, I'll say it. But it's like I'm the, I'm the fitness person in my community. And so people look to me and, and know that I have this knowledge and they care about my thoughts and my opinion. And so that helps me feel smart. But it's also I know that I'm confident in what I know. And um, and if I don't, I'll go find out and come back to them, especially in the fitness industry. There's so much like buzz and fads out there with just not only diets and workouts, but products as well. And so a lot of people will ask me about different products and I get to be the person to tell them, no, don't buy that. Or, or yes, that's good. Like, go ahead and this can, this can help you. Um, but the second part is just watching, of course, my clients achieve their goals. And I actually had a client who stepped away from our workouts. She had canceled her membership and um, she texted me and she said, 
Tara, I canceled my membership, but I just want you to know you led me to be able to do things that I actually thought I would never be able to do in my whole life. And I had like tears in my eyes when I was like reading this text message. It was really terribly sweet. And I have little moments like that where people say that, but I don't think people realize I am actually so honored to be somebody's trainer. Like I do not take that lightly. I think that that's just incredible. Even the people I've been training for almost five years, I still find it a privilege to like, they want me to train them physically. Like they trust me with their body, like to, to train them and help them with their form. And, um, and so I don't take that very lightly. And so just the fact that somebody will select me to be their coach is such an honor to me. And then to help them reach their goals is huge. So that's a really big joy that I get out is just watching them achieve their goals. What have you seen as a common hurdle um, for someone to overcome to keep fighting for their health journey? I think the most common is nutrition um, because with my clients, especially at CG, just within Camp Gladiator, because the workouts are fun and we have our community and you work, you've been working out next to the the same person for a couple of years, like your friends, it's pretty easy to like look forward to that and you know, find a routine and 99% of the battle sometimes with fitness is just showing up to your workout. But unfortunately, and I make this joke to my clients all the time, I'm like, I'm your trainer, but I'm not all, I'm not in your kitchen. I'm not like Mm -hmm. hiding in your refrigerator and telling you what and what not to eat in order to reach specific goals. Right. So I think nutrition is the biggest hurdle for anyone and everyone. And I think a big part of that is just the toxic diet culture that we're starting to kind of realize is actually unhealthy. And a lot of people, especially women, are kind of crawling themselves out of that extremely bad relationship with food, which is great. But it's really opening my eyes to see how much, again, going back to like, you know, what you would read in the magazines in the 90s or like see on TV is not realistic. And it's the same thing on nowadays, Instagram and TikTok. It's just not realistic. And so finding the truth in that, that no, you should not cut carbs to lose weight. Carbs do not make you gain weight. (laughs) Like that's a, that's a big one. Um, Fat doesn't make you fat. You know, Um, it's just debunking all of that, that people literally can't like they're, I think they're, they're like wired to believe that the mm. false information because they've believed it for so long. And um, so I think it's the nutrition aspect. I think that there's so much information out there about nutrition and that that umbrella includes hydration. That umbrella includes calories. It includes minerals and vitamins and it includes so much like that's so much. Yeah. And so there's also like, unfortunately, a lot of false information, but then there's also like okay, well, we're, maybe we don't know if this is true or not. And so it's it's tough. So I think that that's the toughest part, especially since, like we were saying earlier, everybody is so different. We could literally mm-hmm. eat the same way and we would look different. So it's tough. Like, I think that there's generalities of like overall health, but I would say that's the biggest obstacle for sure. If someone's looking to just take their next right step, that's what the podcast is here for, to help people that might feel overwhelmed in different areas of their life and for this one specifically like health and lifestyle and fitness just take the next right step and not be so overwhelmed by all the what ifs and just kind of 
get out there, take their next right step. Yeah. Whether it's been three years or 30 years, um, do you have a piece of advice uh, for them? Yeah, absolutely. I think hitting the ground running is one of the most common mistakes I see with a new potential client. And they try to make extreme habit changes right away. And I, I get that when people are done thinking about making a healthy lifestyle change and then they actually want to take action, you do want to hit the ground running, but that's actually not the right thing to do. And so the biggest mistakes that I see is people try to get their physical routine and their physical fitness routine in, and they'll try to make changes in their nutrition all at the same time. And I always recommend to take one or the other. And so I am a big believer in small habit changes over time. And so that is something I really train and coach my clients on. And I would say pick one thing and then change that small health into a healthier habit over time for maybe about six to eight weeks and then go to the next thing and slowly over time. Because what you want to create is a healthy lifestyle, extreme, extreme bad diets, extreme workouts will only lead to unattainable results. And so I had a client who had her workouts down, but she was struggling with her nutrition and she told me she hated eating healthy. So she was eating takeout every single meal. So what I had her do is I had her choose um, to eat a delicious home cooked meal with vegetables that she enjoyed um, at home twice a week. And instead of like changing your entire lifestyle and mm -hmm. just like cutting it cold turkey. I was just letting her like make some small habit changes. Or if you're on the other end, maybe you are a person that's like, okay, well I eat pretty healthy. I like my nutrition, but I don't know where to start with my physical health. I always recommend going for walks. Um, walking is huge. I promote walking on my Instagram a lot because there are so many studies that say, even if you get 6,000 steps a day, you are going to improve your health significantly. And that's that's like a 30-minute walk for most people. And so um, 25 to 30 minutes of walking per day can significantly change your health. And um, it also is something that a lot of people can do for free. You can just walk mm -hmm. into your neighborhood. And so it's, it's available to most people. Most people are physically capable of doing that. And it's great cardio. I think a lot of people have this wrong mindset of kind of, again, dreading their workout. And I'm not about that. I think every, I think there's something that people can find that they enjoy. Like I am almost always down for a walk. I love oh walking. God. Yeah. I love walks and I do them with Johanna. I'll do them with my husband and like, we'll do them with friends or like whatever. And walking mm -hmm. is just so I love it. I'm always in the mood for a walk. And so I would suggest if you're lost on like how to start with your physical health, then start with walking if you're not there. Um, and then finding a community of fitness people is really a game changer. Um, I did a lot of running when I was a teenager and then I got into group fitness and that's what led me to Camp Gladiator. And I freaking love group fitness. It's so fun. People hold you accountable. And so that's um, a great way to go about it as well. Um, so yeah, small habit changes over time is always gonna set you up for success. Where can people connect with you? To get great uh, informed motivation. Yeah. So um, obviously I'm more active on my Instagram. I do have a, a fun TikTok, but I haven't been posting on there as much. I've been trying to get back to it. But my Instagram, it has all of my information. Um, 
I have my link tree in there that has um, information on how to contact me. Um, so that's usually where I send people. Cool. What's your handle? My handle is at trainer underscore Tara fit. Okay. I'm excited for people to connect with you and follow along. Seriously, Tara's reels are so fun to watch. I love them. Well, thanks for being on the podcast today. Yeah, thank you so much. Well, whoever's listening, I hope that you remember that you are not almost somebody, you're already somebody, and you're already somebody that can go for a walk, improve your health, take it one step at a time. So I hope this podcast episode gave you tools, wisdom, and encouragement to help you take the next right step in a life on purpose. I'll see you guys next episode.